Make yourself lucky using your mind. What's up guys? Welcome to today's video. We're going to be talking about how to make yourself lucky using your mind. Yes, I'm claiming this. It is a very big claim, but it's actually a personal philosophy that I've created and I want to give you some context of why I want to make this video and why I love talking about these certain topics. But if you've been following this channel for a while, you know that one of my videos I created was uh, reading through Naval Ravikant's famous Twitter thread. And uh, it really opened my eyes to his personal philosophy and how his mindset actually influenced his actions and his results. And for me, I've always been a big fan of philosophy. I've studied everything from, you know, really all, all angels, everything from Stoicism, Aristotelian philosophy, the Nicomachean ethics. Uh, biblical philosophy in terms of Christianity, whether that be Protestantism, Catholicism, the Orthodox side of that thing too. Uh, what else? I've studied, uh, you know, anything from, you know, modern day studying the American founders, studying just pretty much all ranges of philosophy, even in terms of the success principles, a lot of personal development, diving into the works of. Uh, you know, the master key system, the, the, the Napoleon Hill, you know, thinking grow rich. So I just really wanted to kind of internalize some of my beliefs. And I've always considered myself somewhat of a lucky person. And essentially, I created my own philosophy on Twitter. And it's a series of 15 tweets on how you can make yourself lucky using your mindset. And this is something that I try and live by and I think have it's it's really strange but by vocalizing this down it's almost made me more of a positive person and these are some of the tenants that I use to really build seasons because seasons the brand I have is about the idea that great things come to those who persist and I really believe that embodying this idea of persistence is not only well not only a word but also like a spirit it has a spiritual meaning behind it and I believe that it can alter your mindset. It can also alter the way that you perceive the world. And because perception is reality, it can alter the results you get. So let's start things off. I'm gonna read to you the series of 15 tweets and you know dive in and explain each one. This video may be quite long, but it's worthwhile because it's uh, you know, it'll make yourself more lucky. So Here's the title, make yourself lucky using your mind. Now, here's the first tweet. Luck begins in the mind. Thoughts lead to actions. Luck is the result of your actions, cause and effect, action and reaction. It's simple. The more actions you do, the more luck you'll have. And I think I feel like this tweet is very straightforward. Um, you know, originally this kind of comes from the idea of uh, of karma, right? Karma is the law of action, and I really believe that luck isn't necessarily this magical, spiritual, you know, force in the world, but it really is cause and effect. If you want to get a new job, how many resumes have you sent out? If you want to go meet a new friend or talk to that person, you know, walk across the street, talk to that person. If you want to start a YouTube channel or create videos, you know, you really just have to put in the work and do the action. And uh, I think that if you can almost replace the word luck and delete that completely and just put in the word action, 
it becomes more tangible, it becomes more real, and if you just literally do the work, like work harder, you'll actually become luckier. So that's the first tweet. Uh, here is the second tweet. Shift your focus to always expect a positive outcome. This will inspire you to act in a successful manner. For this to work, you must truly believe it. We're all swarmed with, with opportunities all around us. Positive thinking is seriously underrated. And this is just true, guys. Positive thinking is very, very underrated. How many times in your life have you been in, you know, let's say a great situation, maybe you uh, had a lot of wins going for you, you are in a place where things are going great, but maybe you have some anxiety, maybe your mindset is sabotaging the good blessings that you have in your life. And this is literally just a result of your perception. This is literally just a result of the way you're looking at things when ultimately, if you just change your perception there and always expected a positive outcome, you know, you're not necessarily going to get bogged down by anxieties. And let's say the reality of the situation, bad things happen to, you know, all people once in a while. And I feel like you'll be better, you're, you'll be better able to handle those situations if you don't necessarily give too much attention to it, but you have this positive mindset to go into this um, situation and expect that you're capable to handle it. So yeah, guys, positive thinking, it sounds cheesy. You know, I always bring this up with some of my close buddies and, you know, I just, I just really believe this. I really believe that positive thinking alters our perception and I think it comes down to hope in a sense. I think I've always had this idea around hope and faith that as long as you don't lose hope, as long as you don't lose your faith, um, things will naturally work itself out for you. And I think positive thinking is this fuel that can power you through dark times. And also when everything's going well, um, you can enjoy it more and you can be more grateful and not necessarily have negative thoughts creep in that um, may sabotage you. So that's the second tweet. Here is the third tweet. Uh, this one is a game changer right here. So never give up on yourself. Keep trying until you become lucky. Simple. And there's not much to that one. It's uh, that, that one's fairly straightforward. You know, if you don't view yourself as a lucky person, um, on some degree, I would say just don't give up on yourself, right? Like don't ever quit. And, you know, I really heard this from Grant Cardone in one of his books, it was called Be Obsessed or Be Average. Um, and it was actually one of my first YouTube videos way back in 2017. But it is just so true, you know, when you look at everyone who's been successful, whether that be Thomas Edison, you know, creating a light bulb and it took him a thousand tries to get there, or Colonel Sanders where he got shut down by literally hundreds of you know, financers and, you know, people that he pitched his idea to, or even when you look at Walt Disney, right? Walt Disney, I heard, got shut down by like hundreds of um, bankers to raise money for Disneyland, but he just kept going. And uh, I think it just comes down to this idea that literally, if you never give up on yourself, the only outcome is to become lucky and to have things go your way. And I think that the moment you give up on yourself and you quit, the moment is when your luck or the actions stop and uh, if you're not taking action then there's no such thing as luck 
So yeah, that is a genius philosophy right there, that genius, the genius there. Uh, okay, so this is gonna be the fourth tweet here. And uh, this one is solid too. So eliminate the idea of loss or unluckiness from your mind. There are only two outcomes, winning and or learning. Now this I added here because I think, you know, for me personally, taking the dive into entrepreneurship, building seasons, putting out some courses, um, the thing I've been learning is that there's no necessarily such thing as failure. And when I really look at how I started seasons, I made a bunch of mistakes and it's no, it's nowhere near, I, I li literally just launched it a month ago, but it took me two years to get to this point to actually launch this e-com business. And I remember after year one, uh, it took, after year one, I pretty much had all the products ready, but I wanted to create pendants, right? These um, sterling silver pendants with uh, stainless steel chains. And it took me about a year just to create, to create the pendant of going back and forth, back and forth, um, and kind of, you could say like losing a lot, you know, wasting a lot of resources and, you know, things just not going well. And uh, I realized looking back now that it was all learning if I have to create another launch for more pendants or go in and create new products, I kind of know what to do. And at the time it felt like I was losing, at the time it felt like things weren't necessarily working out, but really I was learning. And I think a lot of the times in our lives, guys, you might be going through the trenches, you might, you might be going through this period in your life where nothing's going right um, maybe you are maybe you broke up with uh, your girlfriend. Maybe you uh, Aren't seeing the results you want to work. Maybe you're just unhappy with your career or You're trying to lose weight and it just won't happen for you. Um, I think those are the times when you're learning what not to do and through that process Eventually if you learn enough what not to do you're just gonna know exactly what not to do and you're gonna know, and then the opposite of that is you're gonna know exactly what to do and that's when you start to win. So here's the next tweet. Patience and faith are required to cultivate luck. Be patient with results, but continue to take action with faith. There is a natural period of gestation to create positive luck. All great things come with time. Now, this tweet is all about being patient, especially in the modern world. I feel like as just a young person in my 20s, you see so many people succeeding, especially with the internet, and you know, you kind of question yourself, like, why don't I have what that person has? Or that person's so young, like, you could look at someone like Iman Gadji, that guy's like literally 22, multi-millionaire with $10 million. Just, that guy's just a straight, exceptional individual, but, um, yeah, you kind of see that and you're like, how is this even possible? But the reality is we're each playing in our own game. You know, we're each in our own, we each have our own life experience. And the reality of the situation is you can't necessarily rush into things. You have to look at the reality of what you have going for you and uh, slowly kind of build yourself up. Just imagine if, you know, it took like, you know, like, yeah, imagine if it took like a day to create a baby, you know, that baby would probably come out all like deformed and have all these issues where there's a reason why it takes about like nine months to like 10 months, I think, to actually fully develop a baby so it comes out healthy and strong. And I think the same thing happens in 
anything you do in life, if you rush into things and expect a result right away, you're most likely not, you're most likely going to fail. But if you go into it with a state of patience and faith, then over time, over like five years, 10 years, 20 years, uh, you just start to see the results and it starts to create that luck for you. And this is something I I heard from Kanye West too, but it's it's more about this aspect of faith. And I've always been very big on faith. I think naturally we have this intuition inside of us and by following, you could say, our intuition or our heart, it leads us to a better place. And I think that when you operate in a state of faith, it's really more powerful than operating in a state of you know, wisdom or knowledge or confidence or whatever, because you're operating in a state without fear. It's almost irrational, but I, but I think that irrational state of faith, um, it, it just puts you in a place where you really believe in yourself and you're really not going to give up. And I think that's what is required to create the luck you want. All right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna go into this next tweet here. Uh, so so here it is. Each of us are already extremely lucky slash successful. Some are successful at procrastinating. Others are successful at taking action. You are already lucky. Focus your luck on the right things. Now, the reason why I created this tweet is because. I think that all of us are naturally successful in the sense that it just depends on what we're spending our time doing. You know, if you're going to be uh, great at video games and you really enjoy that, you're successful. There's a lot of people who are super successful at playing League of Legends. I used to be one of these people, right? But it was just necessarily, it was the wrong vehicle to spend your, your time doing because it's not necessarily... I'm not trying to knock video games here, but it's not necessarily operating in a state of reality. And I think that if you procrastinate a lot, and I, I've had so many times in my life where I've just procrastinated, I know exactly what to do. And in a sense, I was succeeding at procrastinating. And I think when you flip that, this is like a mindset shift, but if you're so successful at procrastinating, why can't you just apply that same resistance and that same you know, energy that's keeping you from not doing something to taking actions and doing the things that you know you should be doing, uh, almost in a state of following your conscious. So that brings us to our next tweet, and this is about um, gratitude. So gratitude puts you in a lucky state. Gratitude clears your mind. It reminds you that you are already lucky. All you have to do is apply it with action. If you see no reason to be grateful, the fault lies in you alone. Perception moves reality, but by reading this, you are already lucky. And this one is, I feel like this one is, is, is relatable because, you know, no matter how much, no matter how good your life is, no matter how great things are, ultimately, I think if you're not grateful, then what's the point? You know, what's the point in pursuing anything in life if it doesn't give you some form of peace or pleasure? And I really heard, I heard this from Naval Ravikant, but he talks about how uh, being in a state of peace, just being in a state of where you can wake up in the morning, enjoy the day, have a nice sip of tea, and just be at ease. You know, like you're not necessarily stressed, you're just comfortable and 
in a good way, right? And uh, just at peace with yourself, it's, it gives you a state of gratitude. And I think when you're in a state of gratitude, there's not this resistance that's blocking you. There's not this, things don't have to necessarily be hard. Things don't have to be, uh, and then I wanna give you some context here into the, the philosophy here, but into the mindset. But I really believe that the, our, our worst critics are ourselves. And the better you know yourself and the better that you can understand yourself and almost, almost play on your own team, like be your own best friend in a sense and be someone who's rooting for you and cheering for you and hoping the best for you. You know, why is that so difficult to do, especially in North America where, and I think there's, I think there's reason here. In North America, I really think that consumerism and this idea of, you know, always comparing to other people and, you know, always seeing the advertisements and always kind of putting the state of fear and paranoia into the minds of, of pretty much the masses, that makes you a better consumer. That makes you want to go home and be like, man, I don't like myself. I need to buy that new Balenciaga t-shirt. I need to go and um, have this level of money. I need to, you know, date this, this person before I feel happy or whatever, right? But what if you're just grateful for what you have now? Doesn't, you could be in like a one bedroom apartment. You could have no money at all. You could lose it all. You could lose everything. You, but as long as you have your health, really, you, you have another day. You're breathing. You're, this is such an amazing experience uh, of just being alive and you know, communicating with others, just going out and smelling the fresh air and seeing the sunset. And man, like if you're not grateful for that, then you should really question why, because you're alive. This is an experience. You don't know how much time you have left and enjoy it, right? Like enjoy the journey. That's what Zenfulness is about. Enjoy the journey of, of the trials, the failures, the successes as you grow older, you know, the growth. And it's such an amazing experience if you're able to be grateful and enjoy it. And no matter how hard things get, just look at it from a state of gratitude. Like, what are you learning? So that's that tweet. Ooh, this one's solid. This one is good right here. You're about to hear a good one because this is, uh, this one took me a, a long, long time to understand, but this is a game changer. So this is about the people that you associate with and the people that you associate with in life are very important, uh, extremely important. So surround yourself with lucky people. Surround people that follow their instincts people that take persistent action, people that hold faith in spite of adversity, their luck will influence you to become more lucky. It's really just a mindset. Now, I feel like on some level, we all kind of know this. We know that the people that we surround ourselves with um, influence us. We know that we're the sum of the five people we hang out with. You've all heard that quote, right? And it's so true. Like literally, if everyone around you is negative and everyone around you doesn't um, necessarily believe in you or, or their their own abilities, then what is the point of associating with someone who doesn't necessarily, who wants to give up, you know, associate with people who believe in themselves and, you know, want the best for you and you want the best for them. And it's really this idea I heard from Aristotle because Aristotle talks a lot about friendship and how friendship is the virtue of kings. It's uh, a special virtue because it is the one virtue 
or it's 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 the one relationship for the philosophers that they're able to choose. It's not necessarily uh, like a, a relationship with a father and and your kids, right? That's you can't necessarily you can't necessarily choose that, right? You have the kids you have, and you have to always love them and accept them. And then with your wife, you know that's a romantic relationship. That's your life partner, and you know you have to just be there for them and care about them. But your friends is that one relationship where you can really choose it, and it's it's a sacred relationship. And he talks a lot about there was three states of friendship, right? There's let's say you have two people who are friends, and you know you're both at the same level, and then one person just starts doing let's say crack cocaine, and you know that he's better than this. You know that this guy knows he shouldn't do crack cocaine because you guys both didn't really do that, so he knows better. That's when you should separate from that because it's not necessarily virtuous in a sense. That's the way they would talk about it. The second state is let's say, let's say you start to change a little bit. Let's say you start really focusing on your goals, leveling yourself up, doing everything you can to be the best you can be, and you start to move up a little bit. In that state, you guys should always stay close to each other because just because that person doesn't necessarily change themselves, it doesn't mean that they're doing something that's harmful to you. you you're really the one that changed. But this leads us into the third level of friendship, which is by Aristotle's, Aristotle's case, the best and the most important. And it's this idea that iron sharpens iron. This idea that your friends want, want to get better themselves, they also want you to get better, and you have the same mindset for yourself and for them. And you guys are both growing together, pushing each other up, and operating in a state where you're making each other more lucky, you're making each other more happier and just really accepting of each other and truly want the best for the people around yourself. So yeah, man, um, surround yourself with people who who are lucky and, and want the best for you and follow their instincts and never give up and hold spite and hold faith in spite of adversity. That That's great things, like that's good to do. So here comes the next tweet. And uh, this is about about, um, the idea of being lucky is already the baseline. You just block your own luck with procrastination. You procrastinate because you don't believe that you're lucky. You don't believe that you're lucky because you consistently choose to block your own luck, make a new decision today, and win. And yeah, I think this is really just a choice. It's, it's a choice whether or not you procrastinate or it's a choice whether or not you believe that, you know, you could be lucky yourself, right? And, you know, really, I feel like our destiny is in our hands. It's not by accident. It's just a choice. Decisions make up our lives. If you make enough good decisions, then your life gets better. If you make a series of bad decisions, then you know, your life might get worse, right? And um, really around the philosophy here that I'm trying to put together that I've created is this idea that based on your decisions, based on your inner beliefs, um, it really determines the external world. And you hear this in all sorts of philosophy, you hear this in, I know this is kind of a strange book, but that book called, um, you know, esoteric books, this is also, this is also in the Bible. Um, this is also in books like, uh, I'm not going to necessarily dive into this, but this idea that the inner world reflects the outer world, right? Like if you're feeling this thing in your heart and you don't necessarily, um, if you don't really 
want this for yourself, then no one is essentially going to help you, right? Like there's that saying that, uh, there's that story that there's this guy stranded in the, in the middle of the ocean and, uh, you know, he's like praying to God. He's like, I need help. I need to get back to an island or whatever, right? And uh, God sends him like a fisherman comes by on a boat and says like, hey man, like I'm going to give you a hand. And uh, he's like, no, 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 God's going to help me. God's going to help me. And he just like keeps praying and then that fisherman goes away. Then there's another fisherman that comes around and he's like, hey, like I really, I, I can help you. I can bring you to land. Like I want to help you out. And uh, he's like, no, 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 like, uh, like I have this figured out. And a third fisherman comes and same situation happens. And then the guy ends up drowning uh, in the ocean, right? And when he gets to heaven, he asks God like, hey, like, why didn't you help me? I really had faith. I really had this, this faith that you would help me out. And then God says like, I, I did try and help you. I sent three different fishermen your way and you just refused all of them. So I think that's, comes down to a choice. It is an internal choice. Like, are you internally choosing to help yourself or are you internally choosing to not work with yourself, right? Luck is a choice. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to communicate here. All right. So luck compounds over time with action. That, that one's just straightforward. Straightforward tree right there. Not, not much to say there. Just uh, pretty obvious. Oh, this one's good. This one's really good. This one's very good. Great things come to those who persist. Persistence begins in the mind. It's a choice. Persistence is not only mental, but physical, emotional, and even spiritual. Persistence creates positive momentum. Positive momentum creates luck. Persistence equals luck. Done. I don't even know what to say to that one, man. That, that, that one is uh, straightforward. I, I really kind of came across the idea of positive momentum when I first got into sales. I met an exceptional um, software sales, uh, like a, an, accept, an exceptional software salesperson, and uh, he was all about positive momentum. He was all about this idea that you're in complete, uh, fate, you're in complete um, control of your luck, and the harder you work, the luckier you get. I remember the first day on the job, this guy was doing cold calls, and uh, he closed six deals uh, back, like almost back to back, like literally just from, like he got in this mode, he got in this state where he had momentum on his side. And as soon as he got someone on the phone, you knew that this guy was going to either book a meeting and kind of translate the sales process and then move the sales process over. But, you know, he, he really, it, it was just an idea of momentum. You know, it's, he's just a regular person who, um, who just like did the work. Right. And I think when we're in a state of momentum, everything gets easier for you. You can start to feel it. There's not so much resistance. Um, I feel like even now on YouTube, like I'm kind of just getting back into the swing of things. But I felt this uh, momentum just like on my shoulders, just kind of ro rolling the ball forward. And it makes everything a little bit easier because uh, there's uh, yeah, because you're not you're not necessarily blocking yourself. Right. So that leads into how many tweets do we have left here? Oh, we got one, two, three, four tweets left. Okay. All right. So luck begins in the mind. Open your eyes and see it. 
It's a matter of choice. And uh, it's true, right? It's, uh, it's a matter of our perception. Really, the way you see things determines the reality. And, you know, if you don't see that you could be lucky or things can work out for you, you're choosing to not open your eyes. You know, you're, you're choosing not to see it because, because it's, it's all around us, right? And And that leads into the next tweet. This one's really good. Why you aren't lucky, AKA don't take action. You don't know what to do, so learn what to do. Number two, you don't want to do the work. Well, you gotta do the work. Then number three, you don't believe you deserve it. Realize that you do. Success is simply just a choice. And this is something, this is, this is, I really believe it comes down to three different things, right? The first thing here is, if you don't see the luck for yourself, if you don't see things going your way, and I'm saying like, as long as you have your health, right? Maybe you just don't know what to do. In that case, we have the internet, we have all the resources at our fingertips that are free. That's when you should educate yourself and learn what to do. Uh, the second thing could just be you're lazy. Like literally, you just don't want to do the work. Well, that's, that is a choice, but uh, you got to do the work. That's the reality of life. You can't, <laughs> you can't uh, live life without doing work. Like literally, if you don't do your work, no one's going to do it for you and um, you're not going to get lucky, right? You have to do something. You have to engage in reality and uh, work for yourself and believe in yourself, right? And uh, the third thing is that you don't believe you deserve to be lucky. You don't believe that good things are supposed to happen to you. And the reality is that you do deserve good things to happen to you. You know, you should you deserve the best, the best of the best. And you should never forget that. And I think that I think that if you subconsciously don't think that you deserve things, then obviously you're just gonna you're gonna get what you believe, right? And if you believe that you do deserve things, then you're gonna do the work that's required to get you there. So we got two more tweets. Ooh, this one is good. This one is very, very good. And I could dive into a lot of things here. Um, this is very interesting, okay. So understanding and loving yourself is essential to creating your own luck. I don't mean in a narcissistic way, by putting others down, but in a genuine, healthy way that empowers yourself. Based off your actions, you can tell if you truly deserve luck. Did you give your all? Now, why do I? Th why does self-love? Uh, why? Why is that related to luck? Why is self-love related to um, having things work out for yourself? Right. And recently I was taking this, uh, this is more like a, on a philosophical religious course and it was about, it was around like um, kind of Christ Christianity, let's say, right? And there's this saying I heard in Christianity, I might lose a few people here, but I just have to say it because it, I thought it was very, very interesting and I never actually thought about this. But they say that uh, the Orthodox Church 
knows, understands the faith or holds, holds the faith. So they understand ancient traditions when it comes to Christianity. The Catholic Church understands the mystery of the faith. And, and that, that's something there. And then the Protestants know the word. So that's like understanding, like reading the Bible, stuff like that, right? But when you look at the Catholic Church, the mystery of the faith, you could say what, what people, what certain people believe that is, is the Trinity. So it's this idea where maybe you've seen a Catholic and they go, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Now, there's a philosopher named Thomas Aquinas, and he wrote books on kind of explaining what the Trinity means and what this, what this means, right? And, you know, I really did a lot of research on this, and I guess the way, the easiest way I can understand it is this idea of almost, almost, it has an aspect of self-love because they say that there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the way that he explained it was that the Holy Spirit is this, almost like this love, you know, almost, almost like this idea of love, right? The Father is the lover and the Son is the beloved, right? And the Father loves the Son, and then if the Son loves the Father, it creates the Holy Spirit. And how does this relate to, to loving yourself and, and self-love? Well, you could almost say from like a conscious perspective, right? You have this, you have like this, this, uh, I don't know how to say this, but you have this, this part, this higher self of your, this higher part of yourself, right? That's the father. Then there's the son. That's just like how you choose to engage in reality, right? Let's say this higher part of yourself knows your true desires, what you want, wants the best for you. And in a sense, it's giving you this, it's, it want, it, lo- it loves yourself. It wants you to, it wants to see you win, right? But if your lower self doesn't necessarily listen to your conscious or that higher faculty, then there is no Holy Spirit. There's no self-love. And I think that, I think it's true. Like if you learn to love yourself, then it's really easy to love others. And if you can love others, it's really easy to love yourself. And if you're, if you're operating in a state, in a state where you want yourself to be lucky and you want the best for yourself, then you're naturally going to do things that are going to empower yourself and make yourself better. Mystery of the faith right there. That was, uh, <laughs> I see, I see, I may have lost a few people there because I know that not everyone is, um, you know, a Christian or, or studies that stuff. But I just thought that was very, very interesting. You know, I've always, I've always been curious about that. And I don't know, I, I still want to do more research about this, but um, that was definitely something that, uh, yeah, something that I found very, very interesting um, about the Holy Trinity and this idea of self-love. So... This leads into uh, the, the 15th tweet. This is the last tweet here of the thread of how to make yourself lucky using your mindset. So this one's about speech. So be careful with your speech. Delete the words can't, maybe, probably, anything related to that. And instead use I can, will, going, no, make it real, make it tangible allow yourself to be lucky empower yourself with speech it sounds like magic but it's not for here's an example i will get a six pack in 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 three months then take the actions daily hashtag luck now this final tweet comes from sorry about that guys the uh camera cut out on me 
uh, on the last uh, on the last tweet there. So we're gonna dive into to do that last tweet. What was it? It was about speech. Just give me a quick sec. All right. So yeah. So about speech. So this comes from this Roman kind of really the Roman idea of how the way that Romans looked at words was a lot different from the way that we look at words in the modern day. So for example, um, the word virtue almost translates into this idea that it's your your very it's your ability to assert yourself on reality. It's your ability to kind of um, assert yourself into reality and I believe it's like verify reality, right? They're, they had this very at this very strict adherence to truth. So what you said actually became real. You know, when you look at, for example, in the modern day, you see politicians and you see different types of people who do speeches and there are these long, big speeches about, you know, trying to win, you know, votes or whatever, but just everything they're going to do. But if you go back to the Roman idea, there is Julius Caesar that says three words. I believe it's like Vendi, Vidi, Vici. I may have got that wrong, but it's just literally three words that, three words that says, I came, I saw, I conquered. And then once he says that, he proceeds to actually, well, it's verified, right? It's verified. He, 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 he's done it, but he also goes and, and does it. And I think that our words have a, almost this power behind it. You know, if you really believe in what you say, and let's say you say like, oh, I have to start a business. I have to start a business. And you don't let, your, then you don't let yourself off the hook, then it almost becomes real. Maybe starting the business for you could be like the first step could be uh, writing down your idea on a notepad, you know, just writing down the an idea of what to do here just to get it real, just to get it tangible. And then you, I would say in my mind, you've already started. Now you just have to continue the process. So I think that translate that translates directly to luck because it translates directly to action. You know, if you believe what you say, and you go out and verify it in reality the way that the Romans did it, then it's it's unfolding in front of your eyes. And I, you know, I don't want to get into like the law of attraction stuff here, but I almost look at that as the law of attraction. I really look at that as how people manifest their dreams, right? It's because they're not only just sitting there and looking at a vision board or, or just like thinking about things, but they're actively their words have power and their words compel them to take action in reality. Boom. All right, guys. So that is the series of 15 tweets, uh, the thread that I created on how to make yourself lucky utilizing your mindset. Now, thank you so much for watching this video all the way through. And I just want to say that I, I love talking about, you know, psychology, philosophy, mindset, this, this topic, because it's been something I've had to grapple with over the last five years. I've had all sorts of mindsets. And I really think that now I'm at the stage where, um, I don't know how to say this, but I really believe, I really believe in what I'm saying. And I really, I've really seen direct one-to-one benefits of having a positive mindset and believing that you're a lucky person, especially during trials. Like even for me, I'm not going to get into the context of it, but you know, in August, uh, I had a really big trial that came up. Something completely unexpected happened to me. 
um, in terms of like the nine to five corporate world, but I was able to power through it because I just knew that number one, I'm never going to give up on myself. And I knew that um, I deserve great things and I deserve to be lucky. And within about a month, situation turned from completely negative to completely positive and beyond what I have actually, well, I knew it was expected, of course, but <laughs> but um, yeah, just a great situation, right? And I think that really these ideas of having like, really having faith, believing yourself, you know, and, and believing that you're a lucky person, believing that things will work out for you directly translates to our reality. And I hope this video was interesting, I hope it was insightful, but truthfully, I hope that it can be something that is um, powerful for you and can influence anyone out there who maybe you're grappling with negative thoughts. Maybe you're, maybe you just have this perception of yourself that you just don't like yourself on some level. And I would challenge you to question why. I would challenge you to question and, and see, is it, is it a choice that you're making, right? And where is that choice coming from? Is it coming from the side of yourself that truly wants the best for you? Or is it coming from this lower nature that is not consciously making decisions for you that, that are in your best interest? So that is that. Thank you so much for watching. If you like content like this around mindset, philosophy, these ideas, or you know vlogs, um, definitely subscribe to the channel because I'm creating more content on a fairly consistent basis. I'm going for about one to two videos per month. But um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching. Go out and do great things. Great things come to those who persist. And I will see you in the next video.